0: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/recommend today. They're an arrogant, ingrown, close-knit brotherhood like the mafia.
1: They're the product of a sick society. To hell with tomorrow. Their bag is today. Their bag is right, bag is right now. Right now, right now. Right now.
0: Welcome to Ben and Woods.
2: Oh, the hair on my neck just <laughs> straight up. <laughs> With Ben Higgins. Thank God all these bottles I popped. All this paper I've been getting, all these models I popped. Stephen Woods. It's my job to pull that demon out of Ben Higgins. And I will do it. And Paul
1: Reindel.
3: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> it's Ben and Woods. Oh
0: I do. <laughs> it's
1: On 97.3 The Fan Good morning everybody. Welcome to Ben and Woods on a throwback Thursday. Great to be here with you uh, here live in the Odyssey studios and uh, very, very uh, much easier drive to work in this morning, I think for everyone, but uh, still a little, little moist, little slick. So be careful. Been warning you guys every day. Hopefully you're heeding our advice. Uh, We like to give advice. That is, uh, is something that we like to do. Certainly. Um, I'm Woodsy. That is Paul Rindel. He's the executive producer. Good morning, Pauly. Good morning, Benjamin Higgins. Your friendly neighborhood sports anchor joins us as well.
2: Good morning, Benjamin. Good morning. I was trying to remember because I've lived in San Diego essentially my entire life. If there was ever like a week, like going to school, work, whenever, that there was rain every single day of the week in San Diego. Yeah, it's it's a a lot lighter today, but I got some on my way to work. Still had to turn on the wipers. (laughs) For a few minutes, and I don't, I can't remember an entire week where it just rained every
3: week. Now, Paul, you grew up in the Pacific Northwest. There's got, that happens often. So, growing up up there and then moving down here, the differences that I saw, I started coaching high school baseball fairly young uh, when I moved down here, and I noticed. Like, Grossmont High School was where I was coaching, and everything was outdoors. Like, the walkways, uh, every uh like, the malls yeah, are like, outdoors. you like, what? The mall, yeah, yeah, exactly. Fashion Valley, all of that. And I go, huh. Like, the mall that I grew up going to was just one giant-ass building. It's a big dome. Just one big-ass building yep. with three floors and had all the stores in there. Our high school was one long building with long hallways and... I've said this before, there would be times in the summer or I mean in the winter, like I'd have an early shoot around it for basketball practice, go to class at seven twenty, get out of school at two oh five, have a game or a practice or something like that uh, in November, December And then you get home and it's dark and you're like, I did not see the sun. sun. No sun at all. Or even daylight because it's gray and cloudy. You're like, I just didn't see the daylight. I'm like, no wonder the depression rate is so high up here in the northwest. I I
1: couldn't make it. Man, this is the the weather brutal. The weather, this weather kills me. I mean, truly, like it ends me. I I, yesterday got home. I was not feeling good. I've been hacking up in here, you know, trying to get this kid crud out of my chest. And got home. Was like, I need to exercise. I'm not exercising when it's raining. I'm just not. (laughs) I know that about myself. Hey, maybe Woodsy, rip some push-ups, sit-ups. No, no, I'm not. Doing I, that.
2: I don't know that it's ever uh, been clinically diagnosed, but Shelley always says it feels like I have that seasonal affective disorder sure. when it's uh, sad. When it's not, sad. She just needs some sun and just needs to go out and just be in the sun for a little bit. So when it's cloudy all week, she just. Doesn't feel right. Not in a good mood. Yeah. just, just feels sad. Yeah,
1: hundred yeah. uh, percent. Got a great message this morning. Wanted to share with you guys from our pal Welsh Friar, our buddy Tom. he's yeah. a big tier one. Lives in Wales, and uh, lives close to that town, uh, Polly, that he likes to.
4: Fire well,
2: we got
1: we got a, a message this morning. Morning boys, just wanted to drop a quick message to thank you for the opportunity to to be on your show. I had an interview with the university yesterday to study sports journalism, and after mentioning I'd been on the show, they loved it, and the fact that I had some experience with stuff like that and offered me an unconditional place at the university, uh, University couldn't thank you guys wow. enough. Look it up. We're changing lives over That's here. That's awesome. On Ben and Woods. How about that? Just changing lives. So uh if there's anything we can do for you guys, please <laughs> let us know. We'd be uh, happy to help. How was everyone's uh, day yesterday uh, after we got out of here?
3: day was good. I um, napped like a madman. I tried. I oh, couldn't
1: I, fall asleep. I also took a nap. Did you? Yeah, which God. I haven't
2: been doing as much lately with my, my newer schedule, but definitely just felt tired this week. This yeah. has been a long, like I said, this has been a long week.
1: It's been long. The
2: weather, I think, um, you know, when you're getting really close to something you're looking forward to, like baseball season, it's spring drags. training, the days just go slower and slower to get there. And let's be honest, the Super Bowl is coming up, but we talked about this yesterday the anticipation of the super bowl isn't really content it's fake it's fake content and we don't like fake content so we haven't had a real real news to chew on yeah. this week it's been a very slow kind of week in terms of stuff to talk about it has been and the tier ones have still been there we see you in the chat we see
1: you on twitter we really appreciate that because you know we we want to make sure that we do the best show that we can every single day not punting segments you know not not giving up, um, trying to grind through it. I mean, it helps sharpen us. Certainly when you it was actually, I was talking to my therapist about it yesterday and she said, you know, how's, how's everything going? I said, honestly, the, the show is sounding so good right now. And I showed her the example, uh, on Instagram of when Ben decided to, uh, educate everyone uh, about S <laughs> and M uh, and I showed her that segment and she was in tears. And I said, there's a, the chemistry in the room right now is really good, and no one's really worried that we don't have a ton of stuff to talk about because we know that we'll figure it out. And we've been able to really mine some gold in there. So I said, Bro,
3: "It used to stress me that." Oh, F me too. Me too. I'm like, I'm, what are we going to do tomorrow? And there's still a little bit of that sure. at night yeah, when you I'm kind of putting the rundown together. But I do know ultimately, I'm like. Well, we're not just going to sit there in silence right. for twenty minutes. Like, we'll figure it out. We're going to be okay,
1: and that's what I told her. And I said, uh, I think that's a testament to to the chemistry that this show has, the trust that this show has uh, in each other, and the audience that we have. That's really what it's all about. They like it when we're when we're dying in here, and you know we're able to make that pretty good. So it was it was good, man. I I but I napped. I, that felt pretty good. I went to my therapist. Had a great. Great chat with, with her and uh, went home and hung out with the family, had a great night with them. And um, it's really sweet, man. I got, well, go ahead. Oh, no, no, finish your story. I, it's really sweet. I got Bo this, uh, it's called the Big Life Journal. And I kind of did it on a whim. I bought it off Instagram. <laughs> I, saw, hmm. I saw it on Insta- Late at night? Late at oh, night. Yeah. it, Yes. <laughs> saw it on Instagram. And it... A journal for six year old. The Big Life, Big Life journal. journal, and it's for yeah. kids. Okay. in that in that age, like six to ten. And I go, all right, I'm gonna try this and see if he likes it, dude. When he opened it, he got so much cool stuff. But he grabbed it. And he goes, "Dada, this is my favorite present. Thank you so much. Mm. I love it so much." He likes work. He loves to work. It's it's awesome. Like so, he I got him home. He had had a rough day yesterday. He was not in the, the best mood. Got him all bathed and fed and everything and before bed he goes can we go do some journaling and I go of course (laughs) so we go in and it's all about like you know learning how to fail and I learned from my mistakes I mean look it helps me as much as it helps him but that's been something that I've really loved the last um the last few days where it's like on his mind, like Dada, let's go do our journal, and that's what I want for him to like. I want to get it in his head because he's pretty hard on himself. As, as for a six-year-old, he's pretty tough on himself. But man, he's sitting there and he's he's writing out the words and he's thinking about stuff and it's just been really special. So it was a cool cool moment before bedtime.
2: Did he uh, get my contribution to he his did.
1: jogathon? Thank <laughs> you very much, Ben, for contributing.
2: Yeah, I sent in a uh, a small donation for his jogathon. He's uh, he's raised a lot of money. Has he? I haven't even checked the thing yet. I was closing in on two thousand dollars after my donation <laughs> for jogathon. What
1: was yours for? About a grand.
2: Uh yeah, three G's actually. Three G's. Yeah. Three G's. It's G five dollars. So that would be
1: fifteen dollars. <laughs> I was like fifteen thirty-five or what did you pay the administration fee? Yeah, I paid the oh, administration. Right. So my
2: entire donation could go to the jogathon. <laughs> I paid I paid the uh yeah, the, the administration fee, credit card fee, whatever it is. That so is... the entire donation would go. And then you're allowed to type in a little message of support. So I just said Bo, thank you for your conscience to our show.
1: Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. $15 you know, worth, yeah. He, he, do,
2: he does a lot of unpaid really work. <laughs> our- Bro, I mean... For the Ben and Woods program programmer. over this the years, this
1: basically is a sweatshop for <laughs> Bo and, and Taylor. So we have we've turned this into a bit of a sweatshop for those kids. We are we're skirting some child labor laws when it comes yeah. to
2: Bo and Taylor. But
1: look, it's not going to surprise me if one day I do get sued by both of my children, the, the litigious little turds that they, they are. Out. Yeah, once they figure it out. Be like, uh, Dad, do you have rights to use my voice? I or? was looking
2: back in my journal at all the times that I worked for your show, and I was just going to submit this as evidence to the court right here. Back in the journal when I was six years old, I did this amount of time in the show, and they interviewed me, and I got nothing for that. So Yeah, yeah. so there, one day he will be like, Dad, do you have a name, uh, li-
1: name right license to uh, play those drops? or? <laughs> Because uh, if not, you need to talk to my attorney. Um, yeah. yeah, it's uh, he's he's a gem though, man. Uh, so yeah, that that's what I did last night and got the kids down. And dude, it was I'm not kidding you. I crawled into bed at 6:30. <laughs> crawled into bed at 6:35. Pitch black, you know, and was like I lay there till about eight, and then finally fell asleep, man. But it was it's just been a it's been a long week. I
3: wasn't that far behind you. Got into bed around I don't know, six thirty, seven o'clock. Was up for a couple more hours though. We started I there was nothing on sports wise to watch yesterday. I didn't God, care about the NBA or anything, no dude. Aztec game. So uh Megan and I we started Amazon Prime. Now we don't get crossing streams anymore, at least until we get a crossover crossing streams maybe. Right,
1: from Craig with yeah.
3: Craig, but I feel like he would have recommended the show by now. Mr. and Mrs. Smith on Amazon Prime. It's awesome
2: yesterday. It's, it's based on the movie, right? The one no, with Angelina with Jolie? Movie. That movie.
3: No, it's a show. It's a show with Donald Glover. It's not Glover based on that Okay, movie. Donald Glover. And Maya Erskine, I think her name is. She's fantastic. So it has and nothing to do with the original premise. N- nothing. They're
1: I mean, not it's, spies? It's, it's, or it's, it's,
3: it's along the same lines, but it, it's no... If you never saw the movie 20 years ago right. with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, don't,
2: you don't need to see it at all. It's like Fargo, the TV show, is in a similar... Vane is the movie but it's not the same characters. No, it's not the yeah. same characters.
3: They basically are signing up to work for this agency as a spy mercenary type role, but the the caveat is that when they show up to their house, they have a new identity as their spy, they are married. And so they didn't like they weren't already in love and then became spies or anything like that. So they are in this like forced relationship. So it's the exact same premise as the movie. I mean, kind of. Not really.
1: It's the same movie. No, it's not. It's a show. It is a show, but Mr. and
3: Mrs. Smith, that's the same plot. Yeah, but in the movie, they tried. (laughs) didn't they have to kill each other in the movie? I think so. I think it's been a long time. I haven't. haven't, I've only seen three episodes. I don't believe that they have uh, been targeted to kill each other like they did in the movie.
1: Mike B says people rating it bad, but I think it's good. Has no connection to the movie. They take it in a way more fun direction. Yeah, that movie was not. It was more spy. Oh, we were, I was cracking
3: up. Well, it's each Donal,
1: Donald Glover who's one of the sharpest writers out there yeah. uh, these days. And and let well, I know I,
3: if I. I know it's a recommendation. You oh, won't yeah, watch, I it. watch
1: it. It's probably. You, it's been recommended, so I can't. I was going to check it out, and you probably recommended <laughs> it. Now I can't, so I'm sorry. Um, that's all right. So that's good. You guys started yeah, that.
3: Megan says they're not killing each other. That was the okay, premise that of that movie. The premise. I mean, I guess I haven't finished the show yet. There, okay. I think there's eight episodes. Uh, we got three down yesterday. H- how
1: hot was Angelina Jolie in Mr. and Mrs. Smith? I mean, eight. I think it ruined his first marriage, I do believe, if I'm not mistaken, that movie. But, um, well, hopefully that doesn't happen to uh, to in this episode or the, this, this show that Paulie's watching on Amazon Prime. I can't find a damn thing to watch. I just rewatched Curb. Season twelve, episode one, for like oh. the third time. It's fantastic. So they're off to a good start there. It's ben gonna and Woods—that's
3: going to make me really sad. Ben and Woods
1: uh, not off to the best start today, but we will, we will rebound. We will be fine.
2: Better news for our afternoon show. We're yes, to give them a shout Some out rats, uh, guys. after we were uh, ranked uh, number what seventeen in the top 20, uh, 16. 16 in the top twenty morning shows. That knocked us a spot uh, <laughs> earlier this week. The uh, rankings for the afternoon shows came out this morning, and congratulations to Gwyn and Chris. Ranked the uh, number nineteen afternoon show drive show in uh, sports radio in the country, which for someone named Tony Gwynn, number nineteen seems like a <laughs> pretty cool, a solid, appropriate ranking right there in the top twenty. So congratulations Congrats, to Gwynn, Chris, Scraby, uh, for their hard work and and good job over uh, the last year. Are we
1: going to talk about Matt Scraby at some point? And and. How insane he is and what he's doing today
2: oh the uh the, t- the Thai tim the, the know, spicy challenge tonight? that I, he's i told Hannah yesterday i
1: I hope that they have somebody on i I'm a paramedic I, listen maybe. I love a good radio bit as much as the next guy. this one actually has me legitimately worried, so when you talk about that.
3: I have no idea what you're talking about. All, right. all, all, right. We'll, all we'll, right, we'll explain
1: I
2: like when this. we come back. I'm, uh, we'll, I'm a little
3: nervous. We'll set the menu does for the program. Does it have to do with uh, the event that we have, the company event we have coming up No, it doesn't. Today.
2: Uh, it, the chili, our chili cook-off the- today at, at Odyssey, it does not have anything to do with that at all. It has to do, actually, with a... A comment Matt made on the on his program. Thanks for reminding me.
1: I've got to go down to my car and get my chili. chili. Yeah, <laughs> totally hot? forgot it. Let me go grab that and I'll be back.
2: We'll Team set the menu. I'm sure everyone's very confused, so we'll explain it all when we come back. It's Bennett Woods. Good morning to you. It's Thursday. Let's check traffic here on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
1: Got the uh, confirmation that my co-host Benjamin uh, Higgins is uh, a, a touch insane. As he, I I don't think uh, Angelina Jolie's that attractive.
2: I mean, obviously she's a very good-looking woman. It's just not my like my type. She's mm. like her lips. Her lips are a little too. They're intimidating to me. Then intimidating. Yeah. Mm. It's an odd. It's also a defense mechanism when you know you have. <laughs> Absolutely no chance with someone. The idea that she's eh, not in not here not asking that. you to go out for coffee or anything, I don't, but it's like, well, you know what? Not this really wouldn't be something I'd want anyway, right? Yes. Right? Ah, I wouldn't even want to, I
1: wouldn't even want that. Hannah says Ben likes a girl next door. I do, yeah, he I actually very, very much door. do. Next
2: door, so, so uh, this may be the last time Polly works and sits at that board. In its current state yeah, of what, what is
3: functionality. Have you not heard about this? I haven't. So, right. so I, I knew you said spicy, and I know that we have a company in-house chili cook-off in honor of the Super Bowl this weekend. And that's today?
2: The big game, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the big, big game, game. can't do any chili Chili cook yeah. Oh, we're dead.
1: That's it. <laughs> ben what's this is over. Crap. Thanks a lot, Paulie. FCC $50,000 fine. Here it comes. FCC <laughs> like, sorry, it's the, dump it, dump it. It's the big game chili cook-off I thought even that here. was copyrighted now. Uh, Sean just had a good idea. Good bit. Set Ben up with a celebrity crush. That'd be incredible. Uh, but, so... It's not about chili. There was uh, uh, there was some goings on on the afternoon show. Ben, you were you. Yeah, heard I was it.
2: listening actually. So um, yeah, uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. was uh, bringing in his his lunch or dinner or, or whatever he eats during the show, and he had some had some Thai food, Hold and on. that in and of itself. <laughs> That in and of itself is
1: brilliant,
3: and and Matt was made, I love Thai food. I don't know that I would eat it before I needed to talk for three or four hours. Uh, Good point. Yeah.
2: And, and Matt was uh, poking fun at Tony because he was sweating profusely <laughs> as he ate because of the spice level. And they asked Tony, "Like, what did you? What number did you get of spiciness of your Thai food?" And Tony said. Like two or three, and and Matt goes two or three. Is that's, he a, is he a spice nothing. shamer? And he goes yes, he is. He's and a he spice goes, shamer. I order a ten. Get out of and here. And so they did not. And to their credit, Gwen and Chris did not let up on that. They you them. order a ten, a Thai food ten. And he goes yeah, yeah, I can do a ten. And he stuck with it. And then he's la- saying
3: he can do it, or like that's his order. Well, like when he made it, it seem like that it. was his
2: order. Now. After they challenged him and set up today's challenge, which I believe is supposed to happen early in the show.
1: Oh, oh I'll be, I will of, be, I will be there.
2: They, uh, you know, Matt later admitted, okay, I don't, I don't really order 10. Uh, I did order oh, it once when I was Canada. drinking. You don't know her. When yeah, I was Canada. drinking, I ordered a 10 <laughs> yeah, up you in the Bay Area. I've no done idea. it before. Yeah, she's, a she's a 10. She's a 10. It's not my go-to every single time, but she I can did, do it. I met her at I, camp. I can do it. And then there were some listeners who pointed out there's a difference between an american 10 if you just you know walk in and say i'll take a 10 they won't really they won't jack up the spice level as high as they can possibly go there's also a thai 10 like for a thai person who eats thai food and they really want a 10 there's a separate level so they they challenge him yeah i think it's kind of a wink wink nod nod like you need to be convinced you need to convince the establishment sign this is what you really really want and uh and then they said, okay, well, let's let's order one of those for Matt Scraby, and we'll have him eat it on the air today. And that's the plan. So, Jocelyn
3: says he definitely started backpedaling.
1: Okay, so then Chris says, Woods, well, did you say you could hit 100 miles an hour? When we first started here, we were talking about how difficult it is to hit a baseball. And there was going to be a challenge. Uh, and I, I don't think it came from me coming in here, cracking the mic, and going, oh, yeah, I can hit a 100. I, I don't think I can. I don't think I've ever thought I could. Um, and somebody tweeted me the other day, they're like, Tony Gwen Jr. said he'll bet you anything that you can't hit a hundred. And I wrote back He's no absolutely <laughs> right. Also, like that's like that's like me saying, I bet you Tony Gwynn Jr. couldn't power lift six thousand pounds.
3: Like, <laughs> I don't I don't remember me being like, like, Can like I get in on some of that action? That sounds yeah. like a pretty good bet, actually. It was, um it was something that was going to happen. We were going right to do the challenge the right pandemic. before COVID, dude. It was right It before... was going to be before opening day or like at our opening day broadcast that we're going to bring out a pitching machine. No, it was at Brickyard. Yep. We had it all set up
1: at Brickyard. We were going to go down, we were going to broadcast live and then COVID hit and it was done. And I was like, "Oh, it was Adam was really like, "Hey, no, you got to do this." I was like, Bro, I, I'm gonna look like a buffoon. I can't hit a hundred. It was like
3: out of ten pitches, 10 pitches. at hundred miles an hour. Can Woods even get the bat on the ball one time?
1: I don't, and I don't think I would ever sit here and say because I'm not the guy that comes in and goes, You give me a thousand at bats in the big leagues, I could get a knock. I would go oh, for a thousand, O for a <laughs> thousand. I would. That we always talk all. all fat, old, washed-up sports guys, we love to do that bit like, all right, if you got into an NBA game, could you get one rebound? The answer is no. Right. There's one thing I could do. One, if I was playing first base, they hit a ground ball to Manny, and he threw
3: it to me, I could catch it. That's it. And then my (laughs) career is done. I couldn't catch a pop fly. And even then, it would have movement. It would be coming in harder than anything you've ever seen. I, I, I could catch it. I could catch Manny. It yeah. M- yeah, Manny fielding the ground. throwing to me at first. I could catch the ball.
1: That's a challenge. If Manny wants to do it, I'll do it at spring training. Now you throw it in the dirt. I'm probably not going to pick it. I could catch a ball. That's it. I can't hit a hundred. If you gave me, I bet if you gave me fifty pitches, I don't know if I could ever time it up. It's so, it's so hard. I was in the cage at eighty
2: and was like having. If, if trouble I had to do that. something, Ooh. I think I'd want to try to strike out a major league batter. Are you insane? Are you out of your mind? Well, they sometimes, like when they those guys throw really slow, like the position players come in and just lob it over, they Benny, can't, they like would, an EFAS pitch. They would take your head off. I mean, that would be the best chance. I, I mean, I'd have no chance, but of all, I couldn't catch a ball at first, I don't think, coming over from Manny at this point.
3: Well, but, I promise you, you couldn't strike out a major leaguer.
2: There's no way! Like, if I lobbed it up at 40, they would, they just, because of their time is so on, like, 90, they might. They might have trouble if I lobbed no, it. No, they may swing it, miss
1: it. One. Yeah. Guess what they're going to do? The second Time or third up. one, yeah. they're going to put it right off your forehead. <laughs> strike out is throw a strike. That might be, be the most thing I've ever heard. Maybe throw line. a strike. That's insane. okay. So anyway, he's gonna he's gonna come in here today, and he's gonna eat this. Now, who's getting it for him?
2: Hello? I, think, I think he's supposed to pick it up on the way in. Now
1: that's it right there. Don't you trust
2: You've
3: him. tampered with the sample, potentially. I think Ben should eat a jelly bean for thinking he could strike out <laughs> a major We just
2: make him eat beans all that's day. The, that's the most absurd no, thing no, I've ever i just heard. I mean, I know that I can't do any of that, but if I had to try something, like I know I can't hit, I know I can't do anything, at least I've seen guys swing and miss at really slow pitches. I would I would wager that you couldn't get it over the plate from six 6 inches. I think you feet, would walk six them
3: four straight... Pitches. Well,
2: eventually, given a some warm ups, I probably could. I mean, mm. I've pitched in the past. Yeah, when you were twelve. Yeah, you're forty eight years When's old. When's the last
3: time you threw a baseball?
2: Many, many years ago. Uh, yeah, right, but I'd rather do that than like try to catch a pop fly. Or, oh, pop fly I had, to do <laughs> if I had to do something in baseball. Uh, there's, I mean, like you, you're, you're mandating that I do something in baseball. <laughs> that would probably be what i'd pick of the things that i had to do i would
1: take a soft grounder to first base pick pick it up and step on the bag i could do that but other than that
2: man anything i mean over... if you can promise me it's very soft yes <laughs> i yeah. i just i wouldn't want to have to field a ground like a major league ground ball though when Tim, Tim flan hit some he,
1: he wraps some pretty good fungos at you. You're like, oh, I can do this. Well, then the game starts, and somebody hits one at you, and you boot it. I mean, it's just the dumbest thing ever. But uh, I'm interested to see how this goes. I'll tell you, I'm nervous to see how this goes. I picture the scene in Dumb and Dumber where they're eating those peppers, and they're like, oh, it's no big deal, more tingly <laughs> than hot. And then Scraby just going, and vomiting all over the Ketchup studio. Ketchup and
3: mustard. Bottles.
1: I'll tell you this right now. I'm going to put this on record. Adam, if you're listening... If this studio smells like vomit tomorrow, I'm turn- I'm walking in and I'm walking out. Yep. I'm not doing the show. Sorry, it's just not happening. You need to do this in a controlled environment. It needs to be a lab of some sort. There's a lot with of plastic
3: electrical equipment. Over plastic here. on the
1: floor. Uh, a big bucket. He's not going to be able to like do a, a Dexter tie- room. He can't do a tie
2: ten man. There's no way. I am skeptical. We'll see what happens. Eaten.
3: I don't. I'm not a big spicy food person. Seven is so the highest
2: I've ever gone, and that was it's excruciating. Gone. My wife right?
3: orders a five, and I'm like, nope, can't do. Can't so, do it. Is it when you get to that level, a tie ten? Is it so spicy that you throw up, or is it like you Your, You're tongue, not to your tongue touches it. You're like, I just, I'm done. I, so I, he's
1: gonna do. This early in their show, that's another
2: massive mistake. That's what they. I heard them say, oh, this 2.15, should be the very last yesterday.
3: Thing. <laughs> and then he's got his own
2: show, remember, after oh, their show God. ends. So, by himself, at the end of the day. I don't know how he's going to make it. I really don't. Well,
1: good luck, scravey I will be watching. I will be tuned in. I'll have the family around the TV. Like, I cannot wait for this. Please be okay, though, because I like Scraby a lot. He's a good kid, and I don't want him to have to go to the paramedic.
2: I want to mix things up today. We've been giving away Padres uh, spring training tickets this week, but doing it in the end of the show. And I know there are a lot of people who like to listen early in the show and like the opportunity to win. So... Uh if you want to call in right now 833-288-0973 we'll make the uh, fourth caller our winner a pair of tickets to see your team at a spring training game at the Peoria Sports Complex and qualify in our grand prize drawing flyaway trip for two including spring training tickets a Southwest Airlines gift card and a one night hotel stay made possible by the Peoria Sports Complex visit Peoria baseball .com. Call now, 833-288-0973. Still have the uh, the menus to hand out. I like haven't that. done that Save yet, that. but we will, that. we will do we that when we come back. Uh, and we will talk about another Padre who we had to say farewell to officially yesterday signing with another ball club. One of the top five home run hitters on the Padres last season is gone. Get to that coming up next with Bennett Woods on San Diego's number 1 sports station, 97.3 The Fam.
0: Come on forever.
3: Show
4: this needs in the back Keep us together
0: post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today Is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink
3: responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
2: i it's say, throwback Thursday. Pauly has dug into the archives, and in our seven o'clock hour, we'll uh, we'll go back a couple of years. Pauly found an old clip, another one of me, I'm like shocked. last week, of course. Um, it also is three years ago this week. Anyone remember the uh, the cat lawyer? That was uh, during the I'm pandemic. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. this that was week. that was this week three years ago. <laughs> so we've <laughs> got fantastic. a couple of fun. Throwback Thursday items for you coming up on the program today. Uh, we'll play a little real or fake as we do on Throwback Thursday. Try to qualify a listener for our trip to Las Vegas coming up in our 7 o'clock hour. That's actually just one segment away at this point. Uh, at 7.20, don't do this. We were just discussing a possible don't do this item involving a Major League Baseball player who is still uh, looking for a job right now. There's a. It's actually a lot of players who are still looking for jobs. <laughs> The list is long. I mean, today officially, I believe spring training begins. The yes. LA Dodgers pitchers and catchers report to camp. So spring training is now underway in, you know, down there in Camelback Ranch, not far from the Peoria Sports Complex. Spring training is underway, and there are still dozens of unsigned players, including many of the top free agents of the offseason Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery, Cody Bellinger, who have yet to pick a team. As other guys are heading out, uh, we will talk to Matt Strom of the Philadelphia Phillies at 735 as we continue our Tier 1 Tour Day 2. Uh, we will take a look at the Phillies, talk to our friend who is one of the pitchers for the team. He's already in camp uh, in Florida. So a lot of guys are in camp, and there are a lot of guys who are still waiting to figure out if they're going, am I going to Florida, am I going to Arizona, what team am I going to, where am I going to be playing this summer? Uh, it is a very, very slow very slow developing market this offseason. And it's not like you're hearing a lot of r- rumors that, oh, yeah, these signings are imminent or anything. There's no smoke even right now. When was the last time you heard a Blake Snell rumor? It's been about three weeks. It was the Yankees, yeah. three weeks ago, he wa- the the
1: rumor out of New York that he wanted nine years, 270. What
3: was it, 6
2: They, they were offering like 6 Six oh, and he wanted nine. And he wanted nine, so they signed... Uh, who do they sign instead? S- uh, S- uh, Strowman. Oh, Strowman. Strowman, yeah. For a couple of years at a much lower price. Correct. And now we haven't heard much from the uh, the Blake Snell market in weeks. So uh, we will talk some Major League Baseball and continue our Tier 1 uh... tour. Uh, second half of the program, got our round of report, headlines, all those fun fun things but uh, there was a move yesterday it did involve a now former padre we'll get to that coming up after a check of traffic here on 97.3 the fam congratulations to our winner of the spring training tickets who was it javi they yes. called in, javi congratulations for calling in we'll have another pair to give away tomorrow next week uh, annie and elston are going to be giving away tickets then gwyn and chris and then we've got another week of them and then the grand prize drawing at the end of the month here of February for the uh, the Southwest Airlines and Hotel stay as well to go with it. So yesterday I uh, saw the news, and we were just talking a couple of days ago about whether the Padres should still be interested in bringing back Gary Sanchez as a, a third catching option and, and mainly maybe as a designated hitting option uh, for this season. But instead, he signs with the Milwaukee Brewers yesterday a one-year, $7 million contract. Also includes a mutual option for the second season. Now, those mutual options are almost never picked up. It's very rare that you see the the perfect set of circumstances where, because if a player has a really great season, he'll decline his option because yep. he wants to be a free agent. player has a really bad season, the team will decline it because well, we don't want to pay you again for another bad year. So it really has to be like a very small, narrow window. But he got that second-year mutual option. Uh, interesting move by the Brewers who have... Uh, Traded away Corbin Burns, yes, which is usually viewed as a sign we're in rebuilding type mode, but then have gone out and signed Reese Hoskins and now Gary Sanchez and have loaded up their lineup a little bit more in you know in a in a, a division that's not overly strong. They remain one of the top contenders going into this twenty twenty four season.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a weird way that they're doing it. I saw a couple of guys tweeting yesterday, like what what uh, what is the Brewers' plan? But uh, they added a, a a nice right-handed bat. Um, they've got a really good catcher there, so I, I would assume Ben he's probably going to take on some of the 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 DH role for them. He he somebody tweeted yesterday, and it made perfect sense to me. Honestly, one of the first guys that AJ has picked up in his tenure, you know, off the off the scrap heap, essentially, because he was on three different teams. I think last year before he got here, that actually came in and. Really contributed. Uh, honestly, like some of the, the moves that we've made, traded for at the deadline, whatever. They you know, Pitching-wise, it's been fine. Yeah, you've, you've really done a great job. But but guys coming here and, and turning it on, finding some power, uh, has just not been something we've seen a lot of as Padres fans. But Gary Sanchez was that outlier. And for whatever reason, man, he came here, he found his stroke, and hit a lot of home runs for us, and seemed to get his career back on track. And good for him. I, I'll say this. Maybe I'm the new Colonel Budget. I saw seven million bucks. I go, all right, good luck. You know, good luck. I, I want to ride with Campisano. Higashioka is the backup. Brett Sullivan is the backup to him. Yeah, you're going to get panicked if if Campisano can't stay healthy. Then you've got Higashioka who doesn't doesn't hit a ton, and Brett Sullivan who doesn't hit a ton at, at all either. So that's what you're you're worried about. But um, I don't know, man. I I think seven million bucks for a, a DH. Uh, a, I would probably spend $7 million on J.D. Martinez before I would spend it to have Gary Sanchez be a DH, right? So um, good, yeah, the good for thing him, is, though. With
3: Sanchez, though, you do get the potential emergency backup catcher. Sure.
1: Yeah, you do. You absolutely do.
2: Well, we, we just saw last year how the Padres got burned on the Matt Carpenter signing. They yes. saw him hit 15 home runs in 47 games for the Yankees, a really hot summer. And they went out and spent, you know, two years, twelve million dollars, thinking he could duplicate or come close to duplicating that with the Padres. Gary Sanchez didn't do much more than that. He had nineteen home runs in seventy-two games for the Padres. Had a really hot stretch. Is that something that will be repeatable on another year after he had his years of struggling? Because Matt Carpenter, before twenty twenty-two with the Yankees, had you know a couple of really rough ragged years with the st louis cardinals at the end of his tenure like gary sanchez it had a couple of rough years before his Padres summer so will the milwaukee brewers be getting the gary sanchez who was you know a instant offense plug-in power option or will they be getting the gary sanchez of a couple of years ago that was bouncing around teams and, and wasn't really a great option i don't know could could go either way if they get the they get the home run guy; they'll probably be pretty happy. Now, even with the home runs, what did Gary Sanchez hit? Like two twelve? Yeah, I mean, not last a, year yeah. it's a it's a one trick pony. You know, he's a he's a power he's a power guy. He'll hit you some home runs. When he's not, he's not giving you a lot. He did impress us all with maybe better defense than we expected. Sure. He he worked well with Blake Snell on his, on his Cy Young Cy Young Award winning run. Uh, but he was never known for great defense before that. You don't pick up Gary Sanchez going, hey, at the very least, we're getting a great defensive catcher if he can't. Yeah, C20, so.
1: C-20 Moreno in the chat says Miller Park's going to be a, a nice ballpark for him to hit in, and that, that's probably true. And, you know, you, you see what he was able to do at Petco. Which,
2: he's got the kind of power, though, that it works anywhere. Yeah. It, if it works at Petco, it works anywhere. No doubt. I don't think he's not a wall scraper kind of guy. No, no, no. Where, no, no. you know, he'll need a couple of extra short balls did home runs he'll hit them or he won't hit them and we'll see if he hits them they'll be very happy with this signing if he doesn't wouldn't be surprised if he goes back to struggling again just because it's hard to read something out of just 70 games and you know 100 and something you know 200 at bats or so whatever he got last season so we'll we'll see how gary sanchez does doesn't solve the padres issue at designated hitter uh certainly that remains a I mean, we talk about outfield, which is the the most pressing need going into spring training, but they also will need a designated hitter. And if Manny Machado is truly healthy at the start of the season, they'll they'll need one right away, yeah. uh, essentially, because they won't be able to plug Manny in there for the first couple of weeks. It's okay if you have to put in an Eggy Rosario for a little bit at third base or a Matt Batten for a couple of weeks. Yeah, you've got Manny to DH, but if... If Manny's your DH, I don't think you want to rely on an Eggy Rosario or a Matt Batten to be your DH. No, for a couple of weeks, you're giving up opportunities there to to make your team better. So, yeah, DH is another position that that AJ really needs to address before the start of the season.
1: Yeah, it's been super fun so far.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one other move involving a former Padre yesterday saw that Brent Honeywell signed a minor league deal with the Pittsburgh Pirates. And best of luck to Brent Honeywell. With the Buckos as he uh he can make like one point two million, I think, if he makes the major league roster.
1: I was impressed with Brent Honeywell and, and what he had to come back from. Um but yeah, too many balls left up in the zone, hit a long, long way at potentially the worst time. Uh, Of the game many times, and uh, he he, listen. He did have some good outings. He did have he have some stuff that you looked at and went, okay, I I can see why you you took a flyer on him. I did, man. I liked him too. And I would
2: say, and maybe you'll disagree, low key one of our worst interviews we've ever done. I'd
1: say that's probably fair. (laughs) I'd say that's fair, and we've done some bad ones, but that one. Low-key up there with uh, one of the worst. We'd, we we had high hopes
2: for it going
1: oh,
3: into
2: it. But I wasn't there. You guys did. I know.
3: I know. Uh, he was kind of put up on a tee for us by our pals, Cespedes Barbecue. Yeah. They were like, oh, he's the best. Yes. You mm-hmm. guys have to talk to him. you got to talk him. to him. You're going to love him. T- and t- and maybe interview.
2: that's on me and Paul and Woods. Maybe you would have brought something out made of Made him. him shine and blossom, but... I must say it was it was even in person. It was, was more of a so, challenge. He was than very I expected. intense.
3: Yeah, I don't know that Woods could have done a whole lot more. I he guess, was locked. He was we, already game face locked to get in get when we something out to out him. him.
2: Like we just, it was, it was two or three hours before the game, right? Yeah. And but he was already like like locked in. Like you could see that like that stare. He was thinking about the game and not about us or the interview. Like, oh, so
3: what do you like to do? Do you do you golf or like what do you no. like to do outside of baseball? He's like uh, just baseball, twenty four hours a day.
1: Maybe find okay. that interview. We can play it on a throwback Thursday. <laughs> I was out that day. And I, and I remember texting us Hey, how did it go? Not
2: good. It's not good. <laughs> we did play it. I think. Yeah, of course, we you still aired I mean, That doesn't surprise me in the slightest. It wasn't, wasn't the finest work we've ever wasn't done. wasn't your best work. Um, it happens. You know, there's there's always information. It can't there's, all
3: be home runs. Like, Guests that Woods books, right? Like Lee Lowen, Lee
1: Lowenfish, one of the best we've ever had.
2: I mean, you want to get an impression of who the real Brent Honeywell was, and I think we got the real Brent Honeywell in our interview. It just wasn't wasn't someone who was particularly engaging with Paul and myself.
1: Well, to you know, in his defense, when you're standing on the field at his place of business, instead of you know maybe sitting in a room somewhere with a microphone and you know you're he's on the field at work like. I'm going to give you a better interview if I'm sitting in your podcast studio than I would if you're standing in the studio interviewing me between breaks, right? That just stands to reason. I've always uh, wanted – I love talking to players. They're so fun uh, most of the time. But, yeah, I mean, I'm on their turf, on their field. Keep Their Heads Ringing is in the background as loud as it can be. Hey, so what are your other interests – Instead of baseball, like they're like, I don't. I'm at work, dude. I don't want to do this right now. (laughs) Get them before the
2: game. You know, like that's that's my uh, advice. And I think the last couple of years we've been chasing the next Matt Strom in the Padres bullpen. And by that. I mean someone who's really engaging, fun to talk to, uh, an easy conversation, uh, which is why we picked him as our representative for our Tier 1 tour. And we will hear uh, from Matt Strom, who is reporting to camp with the Philadelphia Phillies this week, coming up at 7.35 on Day 2 of our Tier 1 tour. We're starting in the NL East uh, one day. Every day, different team until the Padres opener against the L.A. Dodgers. If I've done the math correctly, and Pauly's made a chart, so I think that we have, it should time out perfectly that we'll uh, we'll finish up the Tier 1 tour just as the Padres get ready to open the season in Korea against the Dodgers. Did I like
3: we, it. Um, I don't want to say the phrase that. I normally would say, because we have FCC regulations. But do we get a little too ahead of ourselves, maybe? Uh, We are previewing a different team every day, counting down to opening day. right? And we said, you know, we're not going to have a guest for every team. Yeah, not everyone. But we have friends, like Katie Wu, covers the Cardinals. When when the Cardinals day comes up, she will be on the show. Jessica klein for the A's. Our first two guests for the first two teams were the manager and a current player. I mean, (laughs) we'll do the best we can. That's We've set we're... the bar high. Yeah. we get Steve Cohen on tomorrow to talk about the dance. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's your problem?
1: <laughs> <laughs> lot of tax, buddy. Lots of tax.
2: All right, we will play some real or fake when we come back and a little throwback Thursday as well. Next with Ben and Woods here on 97.3 The
0: Fam. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.